My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, Episode 5, starts now. The daughter's never seen your penis? Uh, this is where the show stops. No. <laughs> no. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. We're back. Show number five. I'm here with Jay Maddie. What's going on, fellas? I'm here with Dog. What's cracking? His special guest star, O Strong, is in the house. Oh. Uh, what's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, we got a crew here for you guys. So listen tight. We got all sorts of great information coming. Uh, of course, our topic is fantasy football, but let you know, let's ease up a bit. Maddie, what's been going on in the house of Maddie, so to speak? Hmm, well, we got chickens. We're farmers now. All right. So that's fun. We're raising chickens. We're going to start a garden. I'm going hunting. We're uh, trying to become, you know, people of the land, live off the land, support ourselves, get off the grid, you know? Yeah. It sounds like you're going to join like some sort of militia or something like that. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. That's usually the next step. So <laughs> that's how the universe Join the NRA. Yeah. Self-sustaining yeah. and yeah. everything. Next yeah. move is the NRA. Getting yeah. off the grid. Start drinking your urine, stuff like that. Are you going to eat the chicken? I mean, if you have to, you know. Yeah. yeah are you going to eat the chickens? Are you getting no, eggs? No, eggs. Fresh eggs every day. Yeah. Oh. Well, if they're chickens. We don't know if we have chickens or roosters. It's oh, you got chicks chicken. right now? Yeah, we got baby chicks. All right, nice. We got them in the house, so it's... It's nasty right now. It just stinks with this heat. Oh, shit. And they're pooping in that house, and it just gets, you know, Damn. it's funky in there right now. <laughs> and why can't you just stick them outside in, uh, in like, one of those chicken-wired fences? We will. You can't, yeah. You got to wait until oh, they're cannot. a little bit older. They'll oh, freeze yeah. to death. I mistakenly tried to give them a bath, and it nearly killed them. Oh, you're falling yeah. in love with them. Well. <laughs> that's you know. the problem. You can't I, eat them when you fall in love with them. In a house with two boys and a wife, I don't get a lot of affection, so <laughs> take it where I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you some, buddy. I'll give you a good hug. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing What's is. What's going on in your life? Well, let me tell you what we're going, what we're going through. Um, I have a nine-year-old daughter, and mm. it's time to have that lovely sex talk. Oh, fun. Wow. No, it's great. At nine? At nine. No, you got too early now. We got to that at like. Three. Yeah, because you have boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's, it, it shouldn't be different, but it is, right? So It's only different if you make it different. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it shouldn't be different, but it just is. And so we went and we got a book, right? We got this sex book and we're breaking, you know, these, you know, sperms and eggs and all that other stuff down to her. And, you know, we're and I'm trying to be mature. And the thing that I know I'm really mature because this is what happened. She looks at one of the pictures of the drawings of the naked man. And, you know, it's a basic white guy with the basic penis or whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever the basic penis looks like. The basic like, right? penis, huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the I basic, penis, basic penis, B? Penis. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's a basic penis. The basic penis that they draw on the basic white guy in the book. And so she asked me, she says, well, Daddy, does your penis look like that? Oh, and it took, shit. No, it's crazy. It took me everything. Your daughter's about, never seen your penis? Uh, this is where the show stops. No, <laughs> well, I mean, no, it doesn't need to be my, weird. I my, mean, my daughter has never seen my she's penis. She's never seen your. Let's, never, let's I, start with that. How has your daughter never seen your penis? 
Because you don't go around showing your daughter your oh, penis. Yeah, this shit taking a left <laughs> turn? Wait a minute. Where are we going? Have you ever taken a bath with your daughter or a shower? In or? swimming trunks, yes. You don't, really? That, yeah, she doesn't get to see the My goods. wife bathes yep. with our sons. He bathes in a full That's suit. Three-piece suit, this I'm guy. In, I'm like in scuba gear yeah. with my daughter. Saran wrap and everything. You're getting off to the wrong start right there. Well, like you got you to make this stuff natural. You know yeah, I, mean? like, I can't be in a shower with my daughter yeah, with my junk I can't do it well maybe not now that she's you know getting to that age but coming up as a youngster just to get her comfortable with you know her body and you know that's her normal. body not my body my body's different that's hard for am, a am daughter, I the only though. one that's hard for a daughter probably and that's hard for a man well, yeah. for a father you mean and we, shit and, yeah. and, and you see and O for has sons is different O has a pull your a, horn a out. daughter and <laughs> dog has um, a stepdaughter so yeah, it's it's different than when you have boys. You can't be. But naked. you're you're making it, you're making it weird by protecting it. It's you know, just, like it doesn't have to be weird if it's just out there from go. Then it's comfortable. It's uh, I don't. Think uh, then what's the what, what's the cutoff line? Because I mean, let's say, all right, hey, Puberty. daddy, what is that that thingy? I don't have one of those. It's okay, just, you explain it. Okay, so you explain it. Yeah, you're but always better off. I can understand. Uh, you're always better off explaining and educating educating your kids than, than leaving them guessing and no. looking for answers outside the home. I get the education. <laughs> You're right. That's yeah. actually yeah. a good point. I just don't know if, especially without giving her sort of a, you know, a, a, a primer on just, oh, here's I think a primer piece. might be the wrong word. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm sorry. <laughs> giving her some sort of previous experience. You, well, again, bad what? word. <laughs> sorry. But no, it's different with girls. I just don't, would never think of being it's only different if you make it different. It's true. I don't know. Again, I don't know why it's different. It just is. But anyway, she asked me, she says, Daddy, is your penis like this guy in the book? And it took me everything in my power. Not to say. Not to say, mine's just so much bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and so, That's the obvious. Yeah, yeah. It would have been, you know, but I, I couldn't figure it out. I, so I, I agree. And I said, yeah, I do have the basic penis that this other guy drove. So now she... You know, goes around and probably tells her friends. My dad hey, that's a picture penis. of my dad in this book. <laughs> yeah. His penis looks that's so That's my dad like that. in that book. With when, the little when horn. You're, when you're telling her these stories, do you, did you get all, like, scientific like that? Like, call it semen? And well, did you, like, talk we, to her in kid terms? No, we got... We, we did with the book, you know, because we needed the book. <laughs> we did with the book, like I said. We, you know, if it said semen, we said semen. Man, you could have just had me come over here and that, talk that, to That would have been the worst thing. You might have shown up <laughs> naked. Yeah. Like a bow tie on or something. No, hey, Dad, no. he looks just like the book. <laughs> no, I do not have a basic penis. Let's yeah. not yeah. Oh, my God. So, oh, I got to give dog props because there's one thing before I forget. Last show, he, we were talking about... Um, the 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 uh, the court James Winston. We were talking about James Winston last show, and Dog was very on point and said that he needed Jesus or God or he needed he had mental health. There needed him mental health. The day after, Keyshawn Johnson with ESPN said the exact same thing. That's just crazy. A famous man. person just That's, says he's going to grab a woman by her this, crotch. Something's wrong from a medical standpoint with him. I don't care what anybody says. And I would say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if they have it, they need to hmm. have a serious sit down with some doctors and people that know about this type of behavior yes. because it's something it's something that's there. He's scooping you, dog. Yeah, that motherfucker's crazy, man. But, you know, James just needs help. 
He needs help. But you, you beat him to that story. It's your scoop. You know, I've been around a lot of blacks. Crazy. Kids. <laughs> Back. You know, a lot of kids have, just like your boy up in uh, San Francisco, I think he might have a little bit of mental issue, too. Ruben Foster. That's another one. But he got he got acquit or no, not acquitted, but his case well, didn't go to court. Well, of course, you know, because he's going to pay the broad. Yeah. I think you guys are discussing something that I don't think has to, not only has to do with probably mental illness, but probably that's a social the way they are socially and probably money has something to do with that. Yes, it does. Money money does bring a lot of problems, I've noticed. More yeah. money, more problems. More money, more problems and more mental problems. I'm talking you get crazy with some of that shit you do when you got money. Well it's not it's not the money, it's that the, the, the people getting the money, they're young and they've never been around money, so they don't they've never been taught how to deal with money. You know, they go from poverty to Mega rich overnight. That's, oh shit! I was it, talking about me. Yeah, but <laughs> I got some money. I went stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just not about athletes. Look at what Chris Brown's going through. No, with I, all athletes, actors, you know? anybody yeah. who go, comes from poverty and the next day they're famous and rich. That's a, that's a hard trans yeah. transition. What I find funny is okay, we take someone from poverty, bring them into 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 money. How about and what's crazy is how about the people who come from being rich and their kids are completely opposite. They're just a total mess uh, a lot of the time. Not not all of them. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? No, like that, that happens. They, well, they flip the switch. What's going on there is you got you got rich kids who are pampered and catered to their whole life, and they never have to work for anything, so they don't develop any kind of work ethic or discipline. I also so then think, they're they're out from underneath their daddy's wing, and they can't take care of themselves. Well, I also do, I believe in that, but I also believe that because of the parents, the, usually the rich people are working so much, or they're just out and about handling the business, making that money that they don't have time for their kids in, in the way they should. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why what's it's awesome. You're raised by the nannies. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why it's funny, or not funny, it's awesome when you're talking about exactly the issue you're saying, which is the sexuality. Your kid's yeah. nine years old now, yeah. and you have to, you have to, actually at nine years old, it just, it blows me away that you have to discuss it at nine. You have no, Man, no other choice. At it nine. Been Kids are hitting puberty at eight yeah. and nine years old now. Been you're right. <laughs> I, I was like... 19, I think. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for my to I'm tell still me. waiting for my testicles to drop. The voice is still high. Yes. Damn. But what lovely testicles they are. Ooh, but, but, <laughs> again, you took a left, man. What's up with you? Hey, I'm not B, looking at any book with you. James, he, he, he blamed the alcohol. Well, that, I mean, but you know, that's I just didn't understand that. He the blamed alcohol. the alcohol. Yeah, that's he just blamed the guy drinking the alcohol. Yeah. And it should be Jameson he's drinking then, I'm assuming, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. No, but that's the, usually the standard practice is you screw up and then you're either bipolar or an alcoholic or you had to go seek treatment. And that's generally the, the path that that takes. I mean... The, the, that's the path of the rich, man. I'm sorry. Anyone who's made money gets to get away with that. Anyone who doesn't have money... They're mentally ill and they're degenerates and they're this and that. No, you, you that have a sucks. point there. And I think the thing is with when you're talking about athletes and you brought up the kids of rich folks, it's sort of the same parallel because you have a combination of and it's a bad combination. It's having too much money and having too much time on your hands. So when athletes basically practice, you know, I don't know, four, five hours a day or whatever, there's still 19 hours left in the day that they have to figure out how to live their life. And right. a lot of time with that money it leads to trouble. The same thing with the kids. The kids are at home. They're on Nintendo or they don't even play Nintendo anymore. God, I dated myself. Wow, Nintendo. Nintendo or they're, sorry, they're on YouTube now. That's what they do. Yeah. And so having too much money and too much time basically is all, well, not always, but a lot of times is a bad, bad combination. A lot of it is we, we uh, think about the, I mean, you remember when you were 19, 20 years old. Imagine if you had unlimited resources 
I made exactly. I made a shit ton of stupid decisions at 19, and I was fucking broke. Well, I yeah. blew I'd, have, I'd have so, AIDS if I had yeah, that I would have it all on hookers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hookers and eight so balls. So we, yeah. we, these kids, they're, like I said, they're coming out of bad circumstances. Overnight, they're wealthy, they're successful, they're in the public eye. It's too much for them. They, yeah. they should... They should uh, there should be classes that these kids are forced to take well, coming up in the NFL, they have the NBA. That. They, they have that now. They have mentors they have who come in and, and help they them do. to understand. There's different coaches. Work. Well, no, no, hold on. You have it's to still see. Gonna, it's still too much. Yeah, I mean, it's too much still, these kids. But that's better than nothing. If you give them, if you instill a little bit of something so they can, in the back of their mind, they're, they're holding on to it going, oh, you know, maybe I should save this money. Maybe I shouldn't blow uh, $300,000 right now because who knows what my career is going to be in the next four or five years. You know, I have I have a contract for this long. I'm making this kind of money. I don't think they look at, they forget the agent, the manager, the taxes, uh, what they've spent, their entourage that they probably end up with because everyone has someone who's not making it. So they have to, you know, they 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 take them on board. You're my you're my security guard. You're my accountant. You're my this. You're well, my that. You're my driver. Try to bring up the whole family. right. You're, and and that's a great thing that they yeah. they, they feel good about themselves enough that they want to give out. But then. The, the flip side is when that money runs out, the new contract doesn't come up or it's not as much, they, everyone changes. You become you know, angered. You're, you're, sure. Everyone's taking from you this and that. So if you instill it early, I think you're, you're, you, have a better, you might have a better outcome for the future. Like, you know, this is what they've – I forgot which coaches have been – there was a few coaches from the, from the NBA who started that up to help – the young players as they're coming as up. As they transition, Because yeah. they, they, they definitely need to, uh, they need some kind of uh, uh, range. Yeah, they need and structure and understand. Yeah, guidance is exactly the word. Structure, yeah. guidance, because that's you're playing but with big money. It comes from the ethnic background, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of black kids have problems more than white kids. Different kind me. of problems. It's Johnny Manziel, you know, he was like, he still can play in the league. He didn't. To me, he really didn't have any problems. They were trying to blow it out of the proportion, you know, because he was the Heisman Trophy winner and all this shit. But he didn't. I mean, you know, he he was drinking and shit, but he got it under control. He could probably play in the league right now. What do you as a as a starter? No, back up, back up. Third, yeah, but back. he could make the league. He should be well, in the league. So why do, Manziel why should do, be in the why league. Why do you think more so for black kids? Because I, I got uh, a theory just, on that. Just the uh, upbringing, you know, in poverty. Mm-hmm. You know, in um, their background, you, you know, think it's also the, more they're more of them coming from broken homes. Yep, broken homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah just all Both of that poverty and it's that. hard. You know, yeah. but you know, just like Shaq got guidance in, in his life with his stepfather. Mm-hmm. You know, Sarge. Yeah, you know, you never know. He could have went left or right, but his mom looked like she would have whipped his ass. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, just yeah. certain athletes. You know, like yeah, the upbringing. Yeah, you know, so. da- dads are getting undervalued in society every year, a little more and more. But dads are important. That's who brings the brings the hammer home in the family. That's mm-hmm. who brings the discipline. No, that that's it's true. You, if you have that missing person, that missing figure, when everything hits, even after you make it big, when you're a black athlete and you come from a broken home or you know poverty situation, no other athlete is really held responsible for bringing other people with them family members, friends, what have you. And so when you couple that with the the sort of the I made it mentality to where now let me go buy five cars, it's another bad combination. So, you know, there's all sorts of different levels to it where 
it's just too much too fast and then like you said you're 19 years old you're not in the best decision making state and oh by the way you just got handed 60 70 million dollars then yeah that's you could you could predict what's going to happen with that yeah b this comes right back to even when we were in high school how about remember wearing the the big uh the big jackets the um what do we call them? Oh yeah, the Letterman jacket. No, not no, the Letterman jacket. The bomber. Jacket. I'm, the bomber. The, uh, bomber. the Dallas jacket. Oh, the starter, jacket. Starter, yeah, the starter jacket. Starter yeah. jacket. Everyone getting jacked. But remember the right shoes, the right starter jacket. You were yeah. a bad motherfucker. Didn't didn't matter how much money you had. Exactly. But then they start jacking you for that. But my point is, yeah. it's it's the same. It's the same attitude. Five cars shows I'm I've made it. I'm I've come up because that's what that's what they see. They say, hey man, you have this amount of vehicles. You have this kind of house. You're set. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and that's a, that's the thing that comes from the poverty. People coming from poverty, they they want to show that. Like, well, I think that's more than just. I mean, it's it's and again, boy, I sound like an old man now. I'm, I've never thought I'd talk. You it's are an old. MTV. Yeah, I know. It's an MTV generation, man. Nah. The way see the way they they view everything they put on the on the TV. It's always. Man, but it's not. If kids, I have kids that, coming from middle class, stable homes, they're they're not doing that when they get that money. It's it's it's. People coming from poverty with no discipline, they want to. They feel like they made it, and now they want to. They want to show it, and that's yeah. natural. That's a natural thing to do. Like you've been poor your whole life. Now I got this money. I want to look, everybody. I made it. Here's my five Mercedes. That's, yeah, but that's what. But that's, again, that's, that's that being is. that's being pushed on because that's what in their in their society that's what's being said in the society and the poor people saying, hey, when you got these many cars or you got this kind of car, but that's not MTV doing that. Oh, MTV's been around since the eighties. What are you talking that. about? Here, I'll give you a great example. Even off the white music, Dire Straits, the the song about um, money for money, money for nothing and chicks for free. He's got you know that he's got his own airplane. He's got this. He's got yeah, that. But, and it's the same mentality though. It's like it's saying, hey man, if you, what car are you driving? Oh, you're driving a a, a Kia. That, that's Shit. just commercialism, but that's not that's but not that, making people. You don't make think that influences kind of, us? I think influences I think kids. All art influences people to a degree, yeah. But I don't think it's causing those kind of bad decisions to be made. No, I don't think you can put that on the on the art. That's that's on the way the kid came up and his upbringing and his discipline, and now being thrown into these circumstances he can't handle. No, yeah. I think that when you look at MTV and a lot of different mediums are responsible for this because of. You know, in one aspect, sort of the hard-hitting and fast-paced uh, nature of all of the media to where, you know, if you watch anything on TV or any, you know, movie, music video, whatever, it's coming to you cut in like three-second splashes. And there's no set scene for more than like three seconds. And that just shows you the attention span of not just sure kids right now, but, you know, even growing up. Yeah. And, and that's, yep. that's kind of where it started was with our generation. Well, it's way worse yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, because we were like the microwave kids and we needed things now. And now it's like triple because on yeah. top of it, now you have the millennials who are soft as shit. I'm sorry, millennials, but you're softer than shit. <clears throat> and you basically give an excuse for everything and you include everyone. And I understand being inclusive, but reality is you can't include everyone sometimes. Sometimes it's just, you know, it's it's not always inclusive. I don't in terms like of- Millennials are that does make you sound like the grumpy old man. Well, some millennials are they soft are soft. They're they soft. Are some of them. Some, yeah, some, 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 some of our generation are soft too. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, in a different way. But the, the one I think thing that, that's just a generational thing. But when we grew up, Matt, we were in the streets. We were in the streets. That is, that is there's, generational. There's people on the streets now too. There's millennials in the streets. Yeah, but Not when they grew up, they're more in front of the 
TV uh, and playing a, the game. We had that. We computer. had the Atari, and then you know. No, that didn't count as like social media. Yeah, that, they have they have a shorter attention span. I'll sure, give you yeah. that. I mean, my kids can't sit through a movie without having their iPad. They're doing both at the same yeah. time. You know, yeah. But, which, like, which we, is pretty amazing too, because if you think about that, you have to give credit to them on on one thing. They they can multitask pretty damn well. If you think no, about it, yeah. the way they can maneuver three sure. different items at the same sure. time is pretty pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's more but dangerous they, driving. Yeah, these motherfuckers texting and driving and shit nowadays. And back well, then we didn't have cell phones. Five more but years, nobody will be driving. It won't matter. Right, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but on the on, on the flip side of that, also is like I said, because they're so tech savvy and so their their abilities that they are able to drive and text. We won't, we're not, because we're an old bunch of motherfuckers. I'm scared as fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, on the I occasion... Don't text, yeah. I you know, Oh, you don't? In the in the car. Wow, you're pretty amazing. I, I commend you for that. I'm still, I every now and then I catch myself yeah. doing it, even though I'd rather I call somebody than text in the car while I drive. No, mm-hmm. it, it, we lost, we lost uh, calling people a long time ago. Like, it, now it's... I haven't no checked one, the voicemail no one, since yeah, 1998. No one wants to talk to anybody. No one wants to. You're right. I mean, it's like, what is it? It's like, and then when you text, you don't even know the tone they're talking. You think sometimes the tone is incorrect. You're <laughs> thinking, is this person topic. yelling at me? Yeah. And the reality is, no, they're not. It's just misunderstanding in the sure. text, which I do all the time. Even emails, same thing. Mm-hmm. I prefer to but speak that, to somebody. You know, Technology changes the world. Some, you know, some for the good, some for the worse. Like, is it necessarily a bad thing that we're not calling each other anymore? Well, that's that's. I don't know. That's not awful all the time. The thing where it pisses me off is if I'm trying to get through to like my bank, and I'm just like, I just need to talk to someone. If you have this, press nine. If you have this, press eight. Yeah, it's been that way for a minute though. Yeah, it's nuts. So you guys want to talk some fantasy football for a little bit? All right. So we've we've over the last several shows we've gone through quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends. We're getting to my favorite position here: running backs, the bread crucial, and butter. Yes, of all fantasy teams, you need running backs. Doggy, why don't you give us your theory, your philosophy, your approach? As uh, we we get closer to fantasy drafts all over the country. Well, nowadays with the running back position, these motherfuckers need to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, when I draft, yeah. I need a I need a running back that the day of the hogs. Sorry for switching up, but the day of the hogs are over with. Mm-hmm. The Adrian Peterson's over with. He can still catch a few. The ball. There's still a few. Uh, well, Zeke yeah. can catch the ball now, Maddie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like Le'Veon Bell catches the ball like a motherfucker. But he's still a hog. He's he's a hog. Right. But I'm just saying, it's still just like you said. It's still a few David Johnson. But other than that, like the Petersons are over with. But you got to catch the ball. You know, that's that's my theory, man. Like, Jordan Howard's a hell of a back. He's a good back, and he gets money, but he can't catch worse shit. Yeah. And you then, know? Yeah, and that's one of the things it, that I look for. And when you're drafting running backs, it becomes more, for me, for like a philosophy. It's like, I approach it knowing that I got to get three backs. I have to get a two backs, obviously, and I got to get a back for my flex. Yeah, but this draft is going to be kind of scary, though, man. It's like, do you just get the best player? Do you get backs? Because in uh, previous drafts, I used to say, oh, well, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab two backs out the block no matter what. Yeah. Then I'm going to come in and get a receiver, then a tight end, then another receiver. Mm-hmm. But uh, nowadays, it's almost like, you know, hey, do I draft the next best player? You know, so I don't know. In the past couple of years, the the trend, there's been a new trend. It used to be 10 years ago, everybody, first three rounds, running backs. That's all you saw. When Sean Alexander was playing for yeah. Seattle. Yeah. That About was that shit. time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the past few years now, you have this trend of uh, the, the no running back strategy right. where people will not draft any running backs – 
and go wide receiver heavy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the draft, take backups and rookies mm. and whatnot. And then hope by like week four, they have two starters. And that's fine. But I like to always kind of do the opposite. So if everybody, if you're in a draft now and everybody's loading up on wide receivers, it's it, running back is still the most important position. It is. Right. If you can get two top-notch running backs on your team, you're going to win your league, you know? So if, if, you can, if you can get the bell cow, there's not many of them, but mm-hmm. if you can get one, you got to get them. Yeah. Then there's so many teams nowadays going by committee. Mm-hmm. And that, right. You know, just like that, New England. That makes, that makes the bell you cow know. that more valuable, yeah. that much more valuable. There used to be, you know, 15, 20 of them in the league. Now you got about, I don't know, six. Yeah. But no, if you can get, and this is going to be hard this if draft. That. If you can get two, three down backs for picks one and picks two, you got to really think about going running back two rounds in a row. Um, what I've experienced so far this year in mocks is to try to get a receiver in the second round because those are getting eaten up quick. But the philosophy of running backs, unlike receivers, when you're looking at receivers, you're looking at skill guys and more statistics. With running backs, you just need them. You need uh, If you can't get two three-down backs, get one and then get a lead back, a guy who plays two downs and maybe take you know gets on the bench for the, for the uh, third down. But the the thing that you got to do, and this is just my advice, three running backs, because mathematically they can score more ways. They can catch the ball. They can run the ball. There's ways that they can score that commonly receivers can't. You're not getting a lot of receivers rushing for, you know, multiple times during the game. That's why running backs are so valuable. But if I'm saying probably get a running back two out of the first three rounds and then maybe look for that third flex before you and you can wait on a tight end and a quarterback this year you really can and you have to pay attention to the preseason yeah you do pay attention to the depth charts Mm -hmm. you know and um just like your boy down in san diego what's his name gordon gordon eckler might get a lot of that third down action i don't think so because yeah they started with that last year and it didn't work and i think at the end of it melvin gordon ended up handling a lot of that third down action so I, I view Melvin Gordon as like a top five back. And if if I could get a three down back in the first round and then if he's hanging around, which he probably won't be, um, I'm taking him second. But it, it's just backs are at a premium. And then after you get through your starters, backs become a premium again. If you want to get some safety, go pick up an Isaiah Crowell or a Duke Johnson. And Duke Johnson isn't a three down back, but his numbers on third down are really uh, equivalent to the kind of the kind of production you can get from an every down back. Uh, Chris Thompson is the same way with the Redskins. So very heavy on running backs. If you ever see me, I'm going to tell you go pick a back. It's always the best thing to do. I got a question no. for you guys, real quick, Jay Maddie. Mm-hmm. Which who's your favorite back? If you have the number one pick, and then you were choosing a back, you know, yeah, who would you get? I'd take Bell. Man, you're talking in a field here that I'm not. You haven't been keeping up. I haven't been. I'm not well versed. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you what you guys thought of Saquon Barkley. So, I think he's going to be a hog. He is. Why? A future hog. Because they don't have any running game in um, New York before him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think Saquon, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. If you watched Penn State's highlights. That motherfucker's a beast, yes. dude. It's like yeah, he's a bit of a. And then you know when, you, and then you can't put eight in the box with Eli Manning. Yeah. This is Eli Manning and Eli is he a first you. round pick. 
He, uh, he, he was uh, yeah, first round pick number two, right? Pick. He should Overall. be. Yeah. 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 He should. But he's going to be a first round pick in fantasy. You know what? Yes. I, yes. I have a, a prediction with him. I have a feeling in, in our league, and, I, and there may be other leagues, I have a feeling he slips. I think guys will try to go for a sure thing like, you know, a David Johnson and, and folks like that who've done it before rather than this rookie. And I think he's going to go lower, at least in our draft, and probably several others lower than people think. Um, I, I like him because he has three down potential, like I mentioned earlier. I don't see him as having the same kind of rookie year Ezekiel Elliott has just because he, Ezekiel Elliott has a better line and had a better line, still has a better line. Plus, the Giants have not successfully run the ball for some time. But they're going to run it now. They're going to run the ball now. And I think, <laughs> I think that they're going to spread them out. Yeah. Yeah, and you're not going to put they're not going to put eight in the box against Mm-mm. the Giants with those wide receivers. Yeah, yeah you're right. Be, so be yeah, so yeah, I like Saquon. Yeah, I, like I, I like Ty Gurley first. Mm-hmm. I I would go I I I'd go with you. I go with Ty Gurley yeah. as well. That's probably that's the probably the more, he doesn't more come out the fucking game pick. just like Le'Veon. Yeah, Le'Veon doesn't come out the game. Ty Gurley doesn't come out the game. Kareem Hunt. Well, last year he came out the game in third downs and West came in. Yeah, so I, it's like. Ooh, you know, like I like Le'Veon better. I think he's more skilled. I, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, he's he's changing the game though. He's he's changing the way he's changing the way that the position is taught in high school. Mm-hmm. Like his hesitation style of running. Sure. Like nobody nobody else does that, and he avoids hits that way. And uh, you know, he's he's as good a receiver as anybody in the game. The, the thing you got to worry about with Le'Veon is this. This he might hold out. He might miss a couple games. Um, but I, I don't think anyone compares to him skill wise, except maybe Saquon Barkley. Yeah. But the thing with running back, the number one thing you got to be concerned about with running back is two things. Number one, health. Number mm-hmm. two, how many touches is a guy going to get? Sure. But those two things matter more really than than the talent. Yeah. No, if he, if he gets right. if he gets the ball two hundred fifty times a year, you want that guy. You're right, and that's what I'm saying. With running backs, it it's a different strategy because you're not necessarily going for skill. If Isaiah Crowell is available in round 10. He's not shown a whole lot in his career so far, but I'm taking him because I think he's going to be the starting back for the in, for the New York Giants. Sorry, New York Jets. Jets. Yeah. Don't they have like four backs on their team right now? Squabbling. Bilal Powell. Yeah, yeah, I think. No, that's more Cleveland. Cleveland's yeah, battling hard. I think Powell probably falls into that third down roll, and, and that's fine. If I can get a two down, a lead back, he plays his first two downs, in the not what is it? What would that be? The tenth round, then I'm taking him because he's he's starting. If one of my backs gets hurt, I plug him in and I just go with it. But like I said, running back is more on I need one, go get one, as opposed to how skilled is he? If if you're trying to get like I said, you need three backs for your starting lineup. That's the best way to play. A lot of people will stick a receiver in there. Somebody, some people will stick a tight end there. I always like to go with backs as much as I can. Yeah, well, I mean. What I what I like to try to get a stud off the top, and then I, I plan on holding out after that and loading up on rookies late because the way the league's been going recently, most of these rookies by week four and five now they're they're starters. It's not it's not like the old days where they'd sit on the bench for a year. These rookies they they play now and and uh, a lot of them have been doing really great recent seasons. Yeah, and I think you can get them much later. No, you you can and you take you take a risk because you don't know how often they're going to play. But, you know, you could you could strike gold. You could end up with Kareem Hunt like Dog had last year, and he could come out of the come out of nowhere and lead the league in rushing. So you take a chance on him. I always like to go safe with established guys, but if if 
Saquon's there in round, probably round number two for me, in which I don't think he'll be there. But if he's there, I got to take him. Give me a sleeper running back. Ooh, sleeper running back. Um, I like Lamar Miller. He's not really a sleeper, but uh, you, people are sleeping on him yeah. this year, like he's done or something. He's still he's still a guy who gets a ton of touches, and there's nobody really behind him. Yeah. So I think he's a guy you can get maybe round four or five, maybe later. I don't know. Uh, later, I don't mock yeah. draft like you guys, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's a, like that's that about right. So I like Drake in Miami. Yeah, but he's, he's a guy not coming really, up. He's, he's not, not really, a sleeper. Yeah, he's a guy. He's a guy. A lot. Of it's hard to pick a sleeper mm-hmm. running back because you have to gamble. You know, one you thing know. I'll say: Jay Ajayi, not a sleeper because he had a huge season a couple of years ago. He had a better one this year. He is not. He's been taken lightly on a lot of these mocks. He's fallen, and a lot of times I've gotten him for my flex position, whatever. But he runs hard, which I like. Another secret with running backs that I'll share that people don't think is relevant. I always get a running back with dreadlocks. They run harder. I don't know why. It, it, I'm just saying. They, it just looks like they run harder. So yeah. I just go with that. Go with go with running backs with dreadlocks. You end up with Jay Ajayi. He's a hard runner. He's had, I think he had two or three 200-yard games a couple seasons back. He's playing for the world champions. They're, they, you know, I, I think they sort of pumped the brakes a little bit on Wentz. So maybe he relies on the running game early on. Um, if he keeps falling, and I think I've been getting him in like the fifth round, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm going to take Jai in that position. You know who I think is going to be overlooked this year? Who? Um, McCoy. Yeah. You uh, know why? At some point, he's got to be broken. Who's the quarterback? That, well, yeah, that's I mean, put eight in the box. And Buffalo, you know what I mean? Put yeah. eight in the box. Who's going to throw the ball? Yeah, Buffalo's always going to run, but you're he, saying he's going to be over like drafted higher than he should be? Lower. Yeah, he's he's gonna so think, people you, are gonna pass on him. I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, think I, people I gonna I'll pass, pass on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pass. I'll on pass on him too because he gets hurt and he's sort of in that position with Gronk where you know they're not playing 16 games this year. Yeah, you know Gronk's not gonna play 16 games this year, and you know McCoy's not gonna play. He also just turned 30, and that that's it's, it's a magic number with running backs. You know, it's not much different than 29, but no, it, they it have a big fall off. It just historically to, happens. Everybody yeah. except for Frank Gore. <laughs> that's yeah, the only guy who's, yeah. who's still putting up numbers. Yeah. So let's see. We've we've wrapped up. I think our talk on running back. Let's go to what's trending. Does that sound like a good idea, everybody? Yeah. Let's do it. What's trending? Wait, really? What does trending mean? All right. So what do we have trending here? Ah. Tom Brady. We'll keep it in in football mode. Oh, Tom. we can't. We can't do that. Tom. Tom. Porno Brady. What's mode. Up with Tom Brady. Dude? Yeah. Well, this is. It's like a phenomenon. What, what do you mean, porno it's, mode? It's, it's an <laughs> ass eating phenomenon. It's like everyone wants you to know they eat ass now. Years ago, it was kept <clears throat> well, the trendy thing. Yeah, it was. It's, it was underground before. Yeah, it was like. Trendy now. Wait a minute. We talking about ass eating now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just woke up. Sorry. Now that we're discussing ass eating, I'm, I'm, I'm my number one pick is me. <laughs> Why did you wipe your mouth when you said that? Because <laughs> I love ass eating. <laughs> but anyway. Lick so, my lips. So Tom Brady, mm. like, he was responding to a tweet from someone where they were talking about how they, their method of eating ass, where they have the girl get in the shower. Tom Brady. What? Yeah. And Tom Brady. Talking, Tom Brady was talking about his method no, of no, no. ass eating? Someone uh, from, I think it was from Barstool Sports. Okay. I think they sent a tweet. That sounds about right. Yeah. And so he responded. They, they, they. Their, the thing that Barstool Sports said was that they like it when their girl gets out of the shower. Who doesn't? And then go, they get to go to town. Yeah. 
Tom Brady responded by just saying, yep, and a smiley <laughs> face. So that's a confirmation of ass eating. He, he, he went the extra mile to let everyone know. And the, the different thing is, is that a week ago we were talking about Stephen A. Smith, who confessed to being an ass man. Or, you know, and he didn't even say he ate ass, but he just said he liked ass. Everybody knows I'm an ass man. Yeah. And yeah. then he had to apologize to Disney. I'm going to surprise you. I don't <laughs> think this is a racial thing. I think that Tom Brady got off the hook because of the way he presented himself. I don't think that Stephen A. got picked on because he's black. I, 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 I don't know you, how you could even make I thought you were going to go there with me. Like, you were going to say, oh, it's racist, whatever. But no. I think <laughs> Stephen A. shouldn't have said that he was with Disney. And I think that's the thing well, that got him in trouble obviously. when he said it. Yeah, Tom Brady goes on, and it, it's kind of charming for Tom Brady. It makes you like the guy, actually, that you find out that he... Well, first of all, we're talking about Giselle here. That, I mean, yeah. that's the first yeah. thing I pictured in my head when you told me what's up. Yeah. He's speaking specifically to about Giselle. Yeah. We don't know Stephen A's talking about. So this puts a little more, more picture, picture in my imagination. And you like him, right? I enjoy that a he's, lot more. Yeah, he's, he's likable. He's... He's gonna. It looks like he'll be the first quarterback to take the Patriots and the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and the Browns. <laughs> All I know is, you don't like ass eating only off of one woman. This gentleman has been an ass eater for quite a long time. I'm guessing you don't. You don't just fall into ass eating? love loving ass eating off of just one woman. Well, you've practiced. You have to practice with with the ones that maybe don't look like Giselle. Yeah. But you're still going to eat that ass because you got to work on it. Yeah. I wonder if there's a bunch of just, you know, random women out there who Tom Brady tried ass eating on previous to Giselle. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's uh, one, it's an acquired taste. And once you get Mm -hmm. into it and if you enjoy it and the woman who, if you think about it, you're 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 already naked with them. You're you're the whole point of this is, is you're you're all your inhibitions are gone. Everything's, you know, it's on the table. So. Why not from the rooter to the tutor, yeah. as I like to say? Yeah, jump in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like barbecue sauce. Just mm-hmm. yeah, lick those fingers. Mm-hmm. Be a giver, but you just don't lick any woman's ass. Though. That, that, no, that that's the true. bottom line. Yeah, I, I'm no, with that. You know, not not any. You shouldn't woman. be going downstairs on just any woman. No, period. no, no, period. Yeah, yeah. No. like nuns. No hookers. Spe- no, no pun intended. Period. <laughs> either. No, yeah, nuns. period. Oh, not on the hookers and the nuns. No, 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 that's a good place to say. Shit. Don't do anything. No. All right. No hookers. No nuns. No. But if there is a, a group of women out there who Tom Brady experimented on in terms of ass eating, you know, maybe you want to form a support group or whatever. It's. It would be interesting to see if that ex- existed. Like who who did he experiment on? And and you would think that after this, someone would have come forward and said he ate my ass yeah, too. Yeah, probably a side bitch. Yeah, side, side, side <laughs> bitch ain't gonna talk. She no, ain't gonna she ain't gonna talk. Up. But I'm just saying, like Tom, like he probably. Eating his side bitch's ass. Oh wow! Unless and then bringing uh, it home to Giselle and kissing what's right his in name? the mouth. Who's he? Former, and I don't know why more people aren't talking about this, but former Panther owner Jerry Richardson was fined two point five million dollars. He was forced to sell his team after they found out that essentially he was running his organization like a plantation. He would come to work. He had everyone refer to him as Mister. He would ask women if he could shave their legs. What? Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. He, I mean, he he was forced to sell the team. He um, had this move where he would take his uh, employees to work. He put them in the car and insist that he put the seatbelt over them, and while doing so, would brush against their breasts. It was, I mean, he had something like four sexual harassment suits, and one guy who he called a, a racial slur. And I give you any idea? I'll give you a guess what he probably called him. Starts with N. 
Uh, sounds like Jigger, whatever. But that that was. Hmm, let me guess. Yeah, that, me guess. that's what he did. But no, he he also let's see here. He would okay. Multiple female employees recall that their note. That he would write them handwritten notes, and he would give them cash and encouragement to use the money to treat themselves for massages and dresses. The women would thank Richard. Well, wait, let me finish. The women would thank Richardson when he responded with lines that said, basically, you won't find another man to treat you the way that I treat you. It sounds like he was having a good time. I mean, straight up. I mean, he can run the fucking uh, his team how he wants in his organization how he wants to. Wait a minute. He, you know? he back up on the story. He had okay. to give up his team, you said? Yeah, he sold, he sold his team because the NFL and uh, they did an internal because investigation. Because of this? Yeah, he had four cases against him. Um, he also had uh, Friday, supposedly Friday. I don't, go, I don't get what's going on with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Sterling. Well, like, there's got to be more to it, right? Well, no. Okay, so on, can can you take away a man's house because he well, has some sexual harassment claims? Like, how can you take away his team? Well, the thing is, is you you belong to a fraternity. You're in the NFL. You're a part of a very exclusive group. Thirty two owners. Okay, they have a you know set a code of conduct apparently that anything that looks bad on the league looks bad on them and they think that's a reason that they can't I would, I would bet money the 31 other owners all have violated that code of conduct but they didn't get caught and that's that's the key to all this stuff what now. about the houston texas owner well that's the shit he said he says stuff too but it hasn't resulted in like these complaints he had like i said four sexual uh, sorry harassment complaints one complaint of racial discrimination where this he called this guy the n-word on Fridays, they would have Jeans Day at the Carolina Panthers office, and he would go and quiz these women as to how they got into their jeans. He would ask them, "How you know, I bet you had to lay down on that bed to get in those <laughs> jeans. Did you step into those jeans, or did you have to jump into them? Um, as, oh, or show me how you wiggle to get those so, jeans up. He's a creepy old man, you know? Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. When you go to work... You have expectations that you don't have to deal with that shit, and yeah. so yeah. that's why that becomes an issue. And then sure. it it, be, it becomes a complaint. The league finds out about it, looks bad on the league, and then oh, I, I think I said that he instructed everyone to call him Mister on his. Did he I referenced say that? plantation though. All this sounds like sexual well, harassment. It, What's the plantation? Well, the Mister part is the plantation. Part. Oh, okay. It's like he had this, you know, it, it was indentured servitude. Is that what they call Maybe it? Maybe with the Service. University of March shot or something. Yeah, that. <laughs> Mark shot reference. That's the second one we've had on the show. But no, but that's the same thing. And they, they try to force her out the same way. But he's, you know, harassing these women. And finally... Yeah, you can't do that. You can't, can't do you, that. You can't do that. And it, especially, you know, and they're very clear on sexual harassment. Once the person comes forward and says, hey, you know what? This is not making me comfortable. It has to be taken seriously. And then once it continues, that's how you lose it. Hey, you know the name of his chicken franchise, right? What is he? he he's Bojangles. <laughs> no shit. Is he owns Bojangles. Is, Bo, is, is that him too? He oh, was the owner that's of Bojangles. That's not a good look. Well, he, <laughs> yeah, it's it's as bad. Bojangles. Bojangles. Does everyone talk like this, man? <laughs> How many pieces wants... of fried chicken would you like, man? <laughs> I knew a man. His name was Sam. He danced for me. <laughs> Bojangles. But yeah, paint he... their face black. Oh like shit. That and he owned the company that owned Denny's while Denny's was going through their oh. racial issues. Yeah, you remember Denny's? Denny's. I remember Denny's, right? Oh. In the back, please. We'll get back to you in a couple hours. 
<laughs> so yeah, it doesn't look good for Jerry Richardson oh, on this. Shit. But I don't know. But it is escape. A lot of people aren't talking about it. But it just seemed weird that I mean, yeah, he, I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah, I it, thought this would be huge news. No, it 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 was one big write up on like uh, what Sports Illustrated had a story and they talked about it a little bit, but they did the Sports Illustrated story was the one that went into the depth of. You know the jeans and the shaving of the legs. Yeah, and the thing else. is, the, the, these these guys, these old rich owners, this is stuff they could get away with ten years ago, twenty yeah. years ago, yeah, thirty yeah. years You're ago. Right. It's changed. You can't get away with that now. So that you know, and and it is the at the NFL's discretion. If you're making the the, the league look bad, you're hurting the value. You know, we're going to take your team away, and that's it. But it, some of this. Uh, some of this stuff is getting crazy out there in society. Like, like, like I talked to you about with this Netflix employee. Did you hear about that one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, tell just, everybody about it. Yeah. So, so Netflix. There was an uh, employee, a uh, high-ranking official. They were having a company meeting um, about some of the comedy shows they host. You know, the stand-up specials, and talking about offensive words that some of them are using. You know, Netflix is very, very progressive. And in talking about offensive words that are being used in these specials, the white executive said the N word. Talking about the word, but mm-hmm. they're ta- You know, he did, he wasn't like calling anybody in the room this word. He wasn't saying it in an aggressive manner. He, he said, said the, the word, word that they were talking about. Right. And he got a warning about it because I guess some people were made to feel uncomfortable. And then three or four months go by and. They're talking about that actual incident, and while talking about the incident of him referencing the word, he said the word again, and they took his job. Yeah. You see, it's one of those things where he's got to know better. And it's... Yeah, he should know better, yeah. but that it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, he... I, I, I knew I know better enough not to say the word sure. sitting in this room. I know better. <laughs> but had I said it, Go ahead and it say it, cost me Jay Manning. Go ahead and no. say it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, as as uh, they both stand <laughs> up say and, and they're yeah. clinching their fists. He's right. saying, yeah, go ahead. Say it again. <laughs> no, but... One time, if I ain't afraid of this. I'm Mexican. <laughs> I'm a Mexican today. I'm Latino. But for him to get away with it once, he should have thanked his lucky stars sure. and said... I'm never the, the word will never come to my mouth again. But to say it twice right. sort of feels to me like you're saying, "Okay, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to see uh, you know, try me. Let's, you know, he he might he might be one of those guys who likes to poke the bear, or push that, you know, and push that's buttons why, or whatever. Yeah. But he did not say this word in an offensive way. He just we, said well, the word. Are we so sensitive that that the sound certain syllables together alone regardless of context like make us wet our pants with well it's this is the thing. Everybody has First Amendment rights. He has the right to say it, but the people who hear it have the right to react however they react. It's not an yeah. issue. And if, Netflix has the right sure. to fire him. And someone brought it ridiculous. to Netflix's attention. So someone obviously, or multiple people yeah. obviously, Some felt uncomfortable with it. Some well, it, it everybody's First Amendment is different. If you felt you know, violated by what he said. And none of us were there. That's another thing. You don't but know. But that's what he's getting at. Yeah. He's saying mm-hmm. it's getting ridiculous. This guy, I, I'm, I'm guessing what this guy is, probably a high executive. He's kind of ballsy. He's saying his stuff. He thought he could probably get away with saying it, saying, I'm just making the explanation mm-hmm. of why I, why this word was, why I said what I said. Instead of just going, you know, hey, the N word or whatever. Everybody knows what you mean when you exactly. say N word. So I think he's pushing the envelope the because he yeah. felt like he was in a high position. And this is probably something that was in his, was kind of bugging him that, wow, they, people got bothered by this, but I'm still in this position where I can get away with it. Yeah. 
No, the the two times. But I mean, to go, I'm I kind of lost my track. But kind of saying what he, kind of going back to the point is, we are way, way too sensitive yes. for some things. For many things, I, I, yes. I get that. On for some many things, things. Yes. I mean, yeah. shit. Uh, have I don't know if you guys watch uh, Dreamland TV or anything like that, or the old the old TV shows from the eighties and nineties. There's half of these shows we can't even put <laughs> oh, back no. on the air. No, no. I mean, it's on the air now, but there's no way you could write they, those shows in this at they this time. Run warnings now before the show, all in the family. Sure, that was on in the sixties, I think. Seventies, seventies, seventies. Yeah, okay. yeah they, they run a warning before they play that show now. Yeah, That's cool. and can you? I mean, you, and he runs a gamut on everything from from racism to to putting down women, the whole everything. thing. Hey, Edith, shut up. Yeah, but no, look at. Three's Company and what they used to call Jack because they thought he was gay. Mr. Oper would come up with everything, and and Mr. Furley would come up with every you know anti-gay joke you could imagine, and people laughed it off then. But you can't do that now. It's just no way. But we should. We should be able to laugh things off. We should be able to. It's healthier to be. You know, I make I make fun of my kids. I dig in on them. Mm-hmm. I go in hard. I call them. <laughs> I call them words that would get you fired from Netflix. <laughs> I do because, and then we laugh about it, and they call me those words as well. Sure. Because, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I want to teach that. I, I don't want them to be the kid who shows up to eighth grade and gets picked on and gets called a little faggot. And then they're crying for two weeks. Well, you know what I mean. Like I, w- I want them to be able to handle their shit mm-hmm. and have a sense of humor about themselves and be able to, uh, you know, withstand what's out there in the world. You yeah. know, you can't you can't nerf the whole world for your kids, and you shouldn't be able to nerf the whole world for adults. And that seems like mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do. No. We all got to be able. That's what we all doing. we all have. Yes, yes, and we we none of us are perfect. You're right. There's a word I could call everybody in this room. You could call me, and it might sting a little because it might be a little bit on point. But you laugh it off. That's what that's what men do, and that's what everyone should do. You you laugh it off. You you laugh about the things about yourself that so so you're gay, and you know most of the population isn't. Laugh about it. Enjoy it. You know. No, there's always room for comedy, but I think the thing that's there is that for a lot of people, minorities and you know uh, women, what have you. They were there was a lack of a response for so long that now everyone's overcompensated. So they undercompensated first. Now you go through the period. It's a pendulum. Of, it's a pendulum. Yeah. So at some point you'll find it right. And some things, some claims are absolutely ridiculous. And you say, "Wow, that person shouldn't have said that, or, or shouldn't have um, responded that way to it. They should have had a tougher skin." But there's stuff you got to take seriously because the reason these little markers are set or these little uh, sort of standards are set. Is so we don't fall back into a time where oh it's okay to lynch this guy now right. it's okay you know I, no, I, I get what you're saying yeah. but at the same time look how you, look how you're putting it you're saying little mm-hmm. it's it's a big thing now it's like sure. it's it's when you say little you're still demeaning yeah. you're, yeah, you're yeah, making and, it sound and, like it's nothing and, still exactly but that's because still, of where we're from no no you're right the 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 the, the the younger the younger people will say no. This is huge. it's not little. No, it's you're right. Huge. You're right. And that's what I, I just find weird because you're saying it's a pendulum, Jay. Mm-hmm. You said it's a pendulum is swinging back the other way. So what happens when that pendulum no longer swings? It sits in the middle. What, what where is that going to be? And then what is what are we what are we going to be accepting of? Is it going to get to a point where hey, sugar is so bad. We gotta. We have to get rid of sugar completely for for everybody to keep everybody safe. Right. So diabetes doesn't right. run rapid. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're gonna do next? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's well, feels like it's, that's it's, how that's it's headed. Exactly yeah. what I'm feeling. Yeah, but no, we're a nation built on extremes. You know, there was a time when no one could drink alcohol. 
They took it away. Right. And then they brought it right back. There was a time when nobody could smoke weed. Yeah. And then they brought, you know, so. Well, not that they brought it back. They, 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 they're, allow, they they're, they're starting it to like allow it. With baby steps. But yes. essentially, I think eventually it'll, and really, if you're out now, nobody gives a shit about you smoking weed anymore. It just. No. no. Smell it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't escape it. But thank, thank goodness but I don't good. smoke that's, weed. That's, that's the government and everybody stepping out of our lives a little bit. And I mm-hmm. think it, it would be better for us if government did that a lot more to get out of our lives and let us be grown-ups and make our own decisions yeah well, like don't tell them let's let's not police everything and companies need to operate that's the same way doing. they shouldn't be right i I'm think they're still policing too much exactly mm-hmm. i agree they they got it corporations are policing too much the government's policing every let like let us police ourselves a little bit mm-hmm. no i think there's bits and like fragments from everybody that i think is useful and it's I, again. There's times I wake up. I don't know what the rules are, and you 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 go to bed and you don't know what the rules are, but you just try. You know, I always tell my daughter. I say, just be a good person. Don't you know? Let's not make it too complicated. Be a good person. That's the best thing you could do. Well, like I used to remember, like for the longest time, you couldn't call anybody queer. Now they queer, now it. now they reversed it. Yeah. Now yeah, you now can't say okay. fag. Yeah. Can't do but that. But you can. But yeah. you can say queer. Sure. Yeah. Which but is, you which can is, say fag, talking about fag as we're doing right now. But well, you can't right, say, say right, N word. Right. Well, I'm not right. So fag has not reached the level of. You're absolutely N-word. right, and it yeah. probably won't. No, and it, it never will because you're you're taking two completely. I guess maybe horrible, one very horrible situation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone. You're not, get, you're not gay, getting on, gays on the were cruise. not persecuted as much as sure. blacks. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Well, no, they're be, they're persecuted. I don't know just, why one is worse than the other. Well, well I have look a look at the history. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's the history. Hey, get on the be... boat. You're going to take a cruise? No, you're not. You're yeah. you're, you're mine. Yeah. No, I try to think of it like this: the N word is really, if you break it down, in my opinion, is the only thing that blacks have from slavery. That's the only thing they got out of it. They didn't get the forty acres of mule. You'll lose music. You got some, yeah. You got some music. You got some stuff that you can't do anything with. You got this word that is powerful. Now, how you use it is up to you. And if there's a way to use it for good, please let me know. I don't know if there it exists, but it's your word. It's what you got out of slavery. I would call oh, Oleg so, my nigga. See what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's, there's different. Just Oleg's like my word. nigga. Thank you, brother. I, I wish I could say it back, <laughs> but he, I, I love you. Podcast, <laughs> and they see me on the street, someone's gonna knock my face off. So yeah. no, nigga we don't. And nigger is different, right? Yes, the A and the E R are two different. Yeah, but, you, but the thing is, you don't want to get in that situation where you're like, "Hey, I said A," and someone's like, "No, I heard E R," and I'm punching you in the face. But here's the crazy thing so I'll, I'll take this back to high school mm-hmm. uh there was a time where i felt i was <laughs> a part of the, the down the, with the, the brown down with the brown so yeah. i did well because i was also on that latin kick and latino kick but there were some games in football where when i try to hype everybody up i i used the 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 word in in a terms of that's me as well let's do this let's yeah. kick some ass well, yeah. how'd that work out for you no one did anything because we're all on the same we're, team, but, yeah. but it was just the craziness because and you're I was about a game. But if I were to do that out and about nah. with you guys now, I think you guys would step away and go, someone's like, ass is about to get breached. <laughs> yeah. You guys would probably talk to everybody and say, hey, calm down, he's he's a brother. Yeah. No, he's not. He's Be like, he's off his meds. Yeah, exactly. We got him. He's good. We got him out this so, week. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Can't do that no more. No, no. It's You got to be safe with it. But I just say, it's, it's the only word they got out of slavery. And... That you got to give it to them. You got to let them have that word. Got to let black people have that word. Yeah, I, I say it all the time. Words are just sounds we make with our mouth, right? There's no such thing as a bad word. Your mm-hmm. intentions are bad. You can you, you can make a lot of words bad words. Like 
Oleg, I fucking hate you. Right. That's that's bad, right? He said that before you Oleg. <laughs> Oleg, dude, I fucking love you, man. Right? Yeah. Different, different. Same word. Right. Right. And just like just like how he did, he said, you know, I'm his I'm his lover there. What'd he say? I didn't, I didn't catch it. What did he say? <laughs> he said he said the N with the A at the end, excuse me. Sure. N with the A at the end. And but my point is, you know, you're right. It is your it is it, it is the it is a black person's word. Yeah. To use in any yeah, manner. We, don't, they we want. don't want the word. I don't want the word. I don't. I don't want to say the word. Well, all I'm saying is, people in general are mm-hmm. being too sensitive in about everything. This is this is one example. Mm-hmm. Netflix. It happened to be that word, but we're, we're too sensitive. We we need to laugh some things off. And and the people, the executives there, the people who were offended. I don't think people were really offended or uncomfortable. I think Bottom everyone line. just wants to be outraged and be in on this attack culture mm-hmm. just uh just go with the flow a little bit if all of us can do that we'll all get along a lot better sure. if we can all just laugh at ourselves a little bit if we can all if we can all can just go with the flow you know we don't need to take it to that extreme well let me ask you this on just the one more on this subject real quick i don't know you've seen it seems to me the younger generation again i go with the younger the millennials and stuff they tend to get away with that word I don't know if you've yeah, noticed I've seen that, that. Uh, more than, I mean, I'm, I'd say more, well, no, I say a, a high percentage of Latinos I hear using that word. Sure. And they, you know, they, they put the, the my in front of it or, yeah. you know, they, they, they use it in the, in the terminology that it's not offensive, but it's accepted. It's like no one takes a, no one blinks or does a double take mm-hmm. when, when the kids are saying it to each other in the manner that they talk or the situation yeah. is what it is. No, but yeah. they're not directing it to yeah. blacks, first of all, and then they're not, they're not they're just talking amongst themselves so, exactly. as peers. So are you, am I to assume if there were black people around, that word would not even been used amongst their peers? No, not just the N-A, you know, the nigga and the nigger. Yeah. It's totally different. You know, like if a Hispanic cast like you nigger, that's like, oh, fighting words. Up, let's yeah, get okay down. Yeah. Well, and then he'd be like, what's up, my nigga? You know, like that's. Like just that, that one to me, he's talking but about. see, that's yeah. what I'm getting. Yeah, that's just how yeah. using it. And the thing I think that goes back to what I was and saying. It has nothing to do with black people. Millennials exactly. try to include everybody, and it's a great thing, you know, for your heart to try to, you know, to have that thought. We're going to be inclusive, and everybody's everybody, and we need to embrace, and that's cool. But in situations like that, that's not something you want to be, you know, to include everybody in because that's still a word that has powerful meanings and. It was established long before we were all here and all that other stuff. But, you know, it, it speaks to them being sort of, and you know, I said softer earlier. That's not the best word. They're, they're just more, I don't know how you say it. They're, they're more accommodating is the best word I could come up with. But they allow or they, they try to include everyone and they'll, they'll throw that to the wind. Okay, well, yeah, I can call you that because we're all brothers and... That's not necessarily the case, I don't think. So why don't we just call me brother? Why not just say brother? That would be, hey, that's acceptable, right? I think. It's not hip enough. That, uh, yeah, <laughs> or, or it's, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's the thing, too, to. is that I think if there's an attitude and there's swag that comes with it, and that's why there's sort of this love affair with this word by, you know, people who want to say it. Ah. <sighs> All right, got that racial wow, stuff out of there. The, yeah, no, all right. Steve, That's ooh, good. Get that race out of your system. <laughs> um, so next, LeBron's a Laker, everybody. Yeah. As we yeah. predicted on the show Hell weeks yes. ago, oh, we King said LeBron was yes. coming. He's here. Um, you said you didn't want him. So I, 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 you know, you that's changing the thing. your tune no, on no, that now? No, let me say this. 
he's not he's never been my favorite player. And if you if you follow the Lakers in the eighties, you have a sort sort of sentimental thing with them to where this guy could be a Laker, this guy Showtime. There's sort of again, going back to millennial, there's sort of this millennial esque quality of LeBron where he's sensitive and he wants to play with his friends. Guys in the eighties did not want to play. Magic Johnson never wanted to play with Larry Bird. Okay? <laughs> never. Never. If you ask Magic now, hey, did you ever want to play? No, I wanted to beat Larry Bird. James Worthy didn't want yeah. to play with Kevin McHale. No one wanted to do that. The rivalries, baby. And if you grew up during that era, and there's no hate on LeBron. He's obviously the greatest player in the league, so on and so forth. You just sort of hold that whole Miami thing in the back of your head where, oh, I'm going to go play with my buddies and win two titles. Then I'm going to come back. And he is sort of sensitive. And again, the league is more sensitive. That's a, yeah, it's not, it's it's, not LeBron. It's, it's, the, it's the league. Here's what, first yeah. of all. It's as much fun to hate someone as it is to love them in sports. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I, I, I enjoy hating the Lakers as much as I enjoy loving the Clippers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing. So as a kid growing up, I was a Celtic fan. Hated the Lakers. Loved, you know, yeah, you couldn't imagine Bird and, and MJ. Never. For, right? Yeah. But it's a social media world, world now. Now it All is. All these guys, they're buddies. Sure. You know, the, the, the players in the 80s, they didn't interact with one another. Mm-hmm. So they didn't become buddies. That it's not that the players have the people have changed. It's uh, the the way they're well, communicating has changed. Let me say this: they're all Even, joking around on Twitter with one another. You know, follow each other on Instagram, go on vacations together. It's just a, it's just a different world. The kind of cats that played in the eighties. Even with social media, I don't think Magic would be blowing up Larry Bird. On, they, they were just cut different. Yeah, it's no, just a cut. It's well, just a, they were just no. Cut I think different. it's the times because you know it, it wasn't just the eighties. It was the nineties. You know, Jordan. You know, you can see him being even like Kobe Bryant. Kobe wasn't like that. It's only been like the last five, ten years. And people coming up now. Yeah. So my issue with him joining at first was, is he going to fit that Laker mode? If he wins two titles, where do you put him on your list of Lakers? But he's not joining anybody, though. Well, that's true. He's himself. He's not. He's not not joining anybody. That's true. But... But just going back to what, what Jay was saying about, you know, you also got to think about the almighty dollar still controls everything. Mm-hmm. So by being on the Twitter and everything, they're getting paid for any time, you know, for how many followers they have and whatever else they're going to throw up on there. And it's, it's a different vibe. The 80s into the 90s, it, it was about your team. And a great example of that was uh, the, I don't know if you saw the interview with Magic, uh, Worthy, um, uh, I think it was uh, Byron and a few other of them were talking about they didn't care who made the damn points yeah. as long as we fucking won. That was it. He didn't give a shit if he scored them or or or, or whoever scored them, a Magic or whoever scored them. He, as you saw, he had triple doubles. He had everything going. They had a different attitude when they played, and you saw it in the way they, the the camaraderie they had amongst their own team. Mm-hmm. Um. Listening to how how uh, Kobe Bryant, who's a great player, how he how he treats other players who aren't as good as him, the uh, uh, you have to have a social uh, way about yourself with your own team to to make everything mesh properly. That synergy, as I as uh, the word I like to use, and they don't seem to have that because he wouldn't talk to you unless you were great. Is what is is well, Kobe, some of the stories that just came out didn't get along well with people. But period. that's but that's what I mean. That's the difference. Even even Le- LeBron has people who didn't want to play with him. Sure, and and they voice their opinions. Mm-hmm. But different era, and 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 I think with with the whole tweeting and all that, there's so much money involved. You know, shoe deal this and 
what am I wearing? And everyone, you're getting paid on all aspects. So I think that's why it's um, the whole the whole thing on 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 the um, on the media devices and everything. That's why we're they're where they're where where we're at with it. I mean, it's a whole it's a it's two different worlds. I think from '80s to right now with how how exactly what you said they they wouldn't spend their time to tweet to magic would not tweet to larry bird say hey no let's uh after the season let's go let's go hang out in the bahamas or something no they they, they hated each other yeah and they talked about how they hate each other yeah. now there are no real real rivalries you like but players I think that's that's yeah. a product of the fact that the social no, that media helped. exists that now. helped i, I think if, if magic that. if magic and bird came up now they'd be buddies yeah. i don't i don't think it's the people it's the error but getting to lebron mm-hmm as you said, if he wins two championships, yeah, it, you think he's going to win two championships? I think here in he's. LA? I think he's got to win one. I think he's. I Do think you think he, he will? How much time? You're I, talking. How, I the, don't think in the five years he's got. Or I don't. Is it four years or it's five? a four year, four, four year, year but a three year with a one year option. Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay. So I think he wins at least one. Um, I'm on board now. I mean, LeBron, he's, he's, welcome. He, you know, he, that's not happening this year. No. Well, let me say this: it's not happening this year. I agree, but. You. The thing is, is that you got to like a lot of people are against the Lakers moves they made. They went and got Rondo, they got uh, Stevenson, McGee. they went and got McGee, and you're saying, well, these guys can't shoot. I have a feeling that they believe that Ingram, and Kuzma, and Ball. Well, in terms of shooting, and Ball, those two shoot. guys, he will be. Those two guys, at least those two guys, they can carry a team, and they could hit. Those long range three point shots, what have you, and the rookie. Um, I think that they got Rondo, McGee, and Stevenson for defensive pur- purposes, which is exciting because that means the Lakers will play defense for the first time <laughs> since I don't know when. There, there is a commitment to defense there, and I think that's the really the root of stopping Golden State is because you can't you can't outscore them, so you're going to have to stop them, and you go and get. Very long-armed Rajon Rondo, long-bodied McGee, and Stevenson to basically irk the hell out of them while they're playing. Dude, Stevenson couldn't even make a splash with the Clippers three years ago. It's the, the Clippers are Clippers not the suck. Lakers. There you go. The yeah. Clippers, Clippers are not suck. the Lakers. That was, he was on the team with Chris Paul, DJ, and Blake. Don't matter. But he had a better year last year in Indiana. Yeah. The Clippers... Clippers suck. Yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're, you suck, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a cursed franchise. Yeah, and I've told everyone this... A piece they, of they shit. Are, they are a cursed They're franchise. a cursed franchise. Yeah, no banners. And they, <laughs> we, can't, we can't even keep Clipper Daryl. He, he yeah, he switched. Yeah, we, took he switched we took Clipper Daryl. That's your What's problem, up, Clipper now, man. But you, anyone who's watched the Clippers over any period of time will tell you they're cursed. They're a cursed franchise. You cannot play in someone else's building... And be a reputable team. Even when the Lakers are on their downturn. You kn- I can't tell you why I knew the Clippers would never win a championship. I can just tell you they wouldn't. I don't. I had no facts, no no charts, well, nothing. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. <laughs> but I told right. you. I said, <laughs> they but, need to move back to San Diego, dude. Fuck them. They They're going to get their own stadium <laughs> in Inglewood. Yeah. Yeah. They need, they They're going to get a stadium in Inglewood. They're going to be fine. We're talking about the Lakers and LeBron right now. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he wins another championship. Shit. I think, I, I think he gets one. How, how old is 30, he right now? 31? 34. No, he's 34. 34. 34. But wait, he's 34. At the top of his game. And yep. he, he is at the top of his game, but he's 34, and he came into the league at 18, and he's been to the finals nine times. It's a like lot of miles. He, he's, he's played yeah. a couple extra a seasons just in the, in, the, in the playoffs. I sure. mean, 
he's really his body's got to be feeling about 36 by now Ooh. right and nobody nobody's really done anything after like 38 in this league sure nobody and we'll, we get him for the last his last you can grasp write this year time. off this year you're not winning it no that's and, out of the and question the thing is before you're, before we got him there's we no there's winning. no hope for anybody in the league right now for yeah. next year sure let them after have it. next year golden state they have everybody's a free agent mm-hmm. so it's up for grabs yeah so but it's possible no it like i said i think we'll win more t- more games than a lot of folks think i don't think we will be entitled contention i think we're in the i don't playoffs, think you guys obviously. win more games this year than the clippers honestly oh i think oh, we, we'll I think that we, Let's i think that, yeah that, yeah i think we sweep the clippers oh, fuck that's bad yeah that. i'm pretty sure that's we better grand right now <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you win more games than the clippers yeah they win more games than the clippers the clippers take it and you know it too because they begin the to bed. rebuild but no but and, and you see and just like la lebron was greeted with crime immediately they had a mural where they painted lebron and they, it was a really nice mural on the side of a building. And then someone came crossed and out. crossed it out and, and wrote three and six in the finals. Yeah. We, we don't want you, you know. I had so. a lot of time on my hand that day. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to at least have excitement back. The team, we've not been relevant for five years. We've not been in the playoffs for five years. So I'm excited for that, being a Laker fan. I'm excited to see what he does. Magic gets props. Props. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's... An executive now, and he's a top-notch executive. Okay. Where's uh, Melo going to end up? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I don't. I hope it doesn't. We're tired. Thinking other guys yeah. who can maybe help the. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. He's buddies. Melo's no. broke. I think that yeah. if Melo, not broke, financially, but his yeah. basketball his game, game is not broke. If he come, if he came to Lakers, I think it would take time away from Ingram and Kuzma, and you're still trying to develop those guys and give them minutes. So yeah, but it, it's up. It's not up to you. It's up to LeBron. No, I get it. And he's it, LeBron's buddy. And and we'll, that's so you GM, think is that how GM that LeBron. is that how that's going to play out? You think he gets to call all the damn shots? Oh, I'm sure for I'm the sure. fucking Lakers I, still. But I, I bet it's yeah. in something. I bet no. he has some power. Oh, he has, he has, yeah, he has influence. He has, of course he does, and he's supposed to. He's the best player. He's in the 34 league. years old. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is that what what it tells you is that he has some trust in that young core because they're still with the team. Now, they may be traded tomorrow, but (laughs) so far, he is fine with Lonzo, he's fine with Ingram, he's fine with Kuzma because... They're still on the team. And he's, what do you think and his mental? What do you think his? What's he thinking? You? What do you think he's thinking? I think he oh, here we go. wants a point guard, so he can play off the ball. He can play in the post more, and that's what probably helps him in his advanced NBA age. That's why we got rid of Randall. I yeah, well yeah, I think that's the thing. I think you would have had too much, uh, you know, too many bodies down low. You end up, and like I said, I think they, I think the Lakers believe Kuzma and Ingram are enough. Also coupled with their draft picks. Uh, Mo, Mo Wagner and the guy's name I'm going to screw up McKeelick or whatever his name is they're shooters they can shoot they hit it the, and they also have some young shooters as well Josh Hart is a good utility player who hit a few threes the other night so I think they are ready to stand pat with that team I think they're going to be competitive I think they're going to obviously make the playoffs I'm going to go out on a limb B go ahead not to cut you off no nail it let's go I want to hear it the Lakers will be in the Western Conference Finals next year. Ooh, that means that means they would have gotten in this podcast. Now we're just wait. So silly. the Lakers will be in the Western Conference Finals. Come on, man. From your mouth to God's ears, boy. Yeah, no, Shit. I just feel it. It's, I, it's no, just, I'll you take know, that thousand dollars. When you have bet that thousand dollars on <laughs> no, that. because silly injuries. You know, we don't know what's going you on. Just, <laughs> but you know, hey. 
Yeah. We have LeBron James, man. So it's like anything's We're, possible. No, I don't see how, <laughs> I don't see the Lakers finishing higher than sixth. It, it well, it's worth noting if the Lakers did make the Western Conference Finals, that would be higher than the Clippers have ever been. Yeah. Still. <laughs> you know, it's it's e- it's easy to root for a, a team with all that success and history. I choose to go with the underdog. You know, We've I'm an underdog kind of They've guy. been the underdog. Well, they're, they're fucking <laughs> under the underdog. Yeah. Is I'm there a word under the underdog? Under the underdog. for the little guy. <laughs> they're I'm under not. the underdog. Well, what the fuck? Dude, <laughs> they, dudes are bums. We we go the to fucking games uh, to watch other people. Benoit Benjamin. Out. Yeah, Benoit Benjamin would get eaten <laughs> up. We went there one time to watch Michael Jordan score 40 on him. Yeah. And he killed him. And that's why we went to Clipper games. We didn't root for them at all. We went there Just to, watch. to watch them get beat by 40. <laughs> and then, then we'd be happy and, and go home. But yeah, that was the Clippers. We got anything else trending? Uh, I'll let you guys take the floor. I think we're... I, I'm, I'm out of topics. What do you guys think? What about Kim K? Okay, what's going on with Kim K? Just Well, some people want her to run for president. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Wait, Who's some people... It Just was like uh, fans oh, or the game. The, the game. game. You know, the game. Oh, okay. Combat. By all means, then. <laughs> you know, oh, the game, oh, the game wants her to run. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh. Oh, he's so you know, political. That's, all... that's, you know what? I get all my political but, information know, from the game. But Kim just went to a uh, correctional institution, and she's trying to free people. Yeah, sure. what she did was good. Hats, you know, hats off to her for that. Got to give her credit for yeah, that. But she, if, I think if Donald Trump made it, she can make it. Well, Dude, that's if, the scary if thing. If Kim Kardashian <laughs> ran for president, <laughs> she would win in a landslide. <laughs> a historic landslide. I love Kim. She would. Please don't that's, say that's, that. Please don't say well, that. She might. I guarantee she'd win. Well, shit. I don't think there. she would run, but she'd win. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, 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 the, the office is just taken a, a... It's gone into decline. Yeah, and, and it shows you that Essentially, anyone can win the seat. Well, shit, I think I'm going to start running for it. One great thing about, I think one great thing about Trump winning is it just kind of shows what a sham the whole thing is. Because really, there's been a lot of rhetoric, you know, and a lot of, everybody's freaking out about Trump as the president. Either they love him or they hate him. Nobody's in the middle on Trump, right? right? right. But nothing's really fucking changed. Nothing's changed. Poor still poor. The rich is still rich. We're still still bombing all the same countries. All the all the all the the top one percent is still getting all our tax dollars and subsidies. Well, the 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 crazy thing since we're on this Trump subject is, Mm -hmm. how do y'all feel about what he's doing with uh, the whole stopping um, the Muslims from coming in and and the wall and everything? What 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 is your guy's opinion on it? Do you think? You know how they say, you know, bring us your poor, bring us your, you know, the whole the whole statement that's on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty and so forth. Do you mm. think that time has come where it's, we need to, do we need to clo- start, like, hey, relax? Well, I, I, or got, we, I got a couple thoughts that, there. Go First of all, you, you never get an honest answer about what he's actually doing, you know, depending on which news source. So what is he actually doing? What is the actual policy? Because you... you Depending on what news source you're listening to, you get a different story. Yeah. As far as do we need, look, if we're go, if we're a country, right? If we're a country, you got to protect your borders. Sure. If you're a country, you know, if you if you every other country in the world tries to protect their borders, we got to protect our borders. We got to have certain policies. That's just that's what being a country is, mm-hmm. right? You you we draw lines around this imaginary patch of dirt and we say this is ours. So there's rules for coming in. And you got to obey those rules, right? We've always so, had those rules. Yeah. Sure. Well, we've always had those rules, but we've kind of let it not really enforce. We're kind of enforcing no, no, them I mean, more now. But, but yeah. no, but meaning we, we, you've had people cross over 
uh, illegally all the time, and there's other people who've done. But we've the we've steps. let it. We've right, right. But sure. we've we've not. Inf- I mean, in this city, we probably we might have twenty million illegals in this city. I don't know. I mean, I there's a lot of them. Sure, right. So we haven't been strict about. I I I would like to see a world where eventually the concept of a country disappears. You know what I mean? Where oh, we're all just. I don't know about that. That's, I, that's, I think I think in the future we'll get to that, but that that'll be for another podcast. But while we have the United States of America, you've got to have your borders, and you've got to protect your borders. You've got to have some rules. Now we're also bombing the fuck out of some countries. Sure, we've been doing it for twenty years. When you're bombing people, you're killing a lot of people, and you're making a lot of enemies, right? So yeah. you you drop a bomb on some church, and you kill. Uh, 50 people and you have 20 kids growing up without parents, they're going to grow up hating America. Yeah. Okay. So they might want to come over here and do us some harm. So you might want to be a little bit more safe about who you allow in and who you don't. It's a situation we created for ourselves that we now have to deal with. I agree with that. I also think part of the problem is, is the borders want to be created because a lot of these illegals are coming in are, are taking their money and sending it back. For their families, and I think that's part of the problem that it's not being put back into the U.S. and and helping us out. It's being taken out, and I think that's also part of the problem. There's, there's a a large majority of um, not middle class. That's what they do. I mean, that's that's yeah, and and who can blame them because they they have a better life here and they they can help their family. I say open up the borders, honestly, like open it up. But you can't have open borders and have welfare. For all these people like that and that happens like we open the borders they come over and then they get on they get all kinds of that's how smart benefits. they are that's how smart that's, people are well you can't do that like you can't we can't have both of those things we can't have them does over that here. fall under the democrat side or the republican side i don't know well no, i'd say I, democrat yeah i think what happens is we went you know so long without anyone taking a real stand on immigration no just a lot of rhetoric and, for and about so 30 years it got passed back and forth and what happens when things get passed back and forth and no one takes a stand you create a vacuum and someone will fill the vacuum if no one and when the person fills the vacuum it's usually an extreme <laughs> one way or another and that's what happened for years no one had done anything credible on immigration and that's democrats and that's republicans and so we get this guy in who is, in, in my opinion, a, a walking uh, uh, garbage fire, but he came in and filled the void. Do you agree with how he's filled the void? I think it could be better thought out, and I think that you can't separate kids from their parents, but that's what happened. He saw a void, he filled, he filled the void. The problem that, is, that he has and is, is followed him throughout his presidency is he's not consistent. If you're going to fill the void and just mention Latino people, you also got to remember we have a border to the north. And then several years ago, they were actually driving a truck full of explosives from the north to LAX. Mm-hmm. So you can't... You got a, a bigger border. Y- yeah. There. You have, yeah. And, and so you all people want is consistency. And I, can, I, don't, I don't think that's all people want. I think, yeah, I I think people use... I, I agree with you. Yeah, we yeah. got a border up there. Sure. If we're going to protect this border, we got to protect that, pe- that border. But yeah. people... First of all, this this subject's been talked about for 30 years, and nobody has done a damn thing about That's it. True. Politicians just use it to get votes with no intentions of doing, of doing anything, anything about it. it. Correct. So Trump saw an opportunity there, and, and he, he latched onto voice. this subject, and now he's trying to back up his words. So you got to give him a little bit of credit there. He's actually trying to do Something. what he said he would do. You know, so I, points for that because most people they just 
say I'm going to do this or that, and they and they do nothing. But I don't think um, when you say they just want consistency, I don't see that at all because that's, that's what the big problem is. I see a whole lot of. Uh, hypocritical responses yeah. on yes. both sides. Sure. No, I you agree. still see that. Like, okay, let's like free trade, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I remember protesting against, um, the WTO. W- yeah. WTO. Mm-hmm. Like in, ni- in 99 against, against free trade as a liberal. I was, I was very liberal back then protesting against free trade. Liberals were all against free trade mm-hmm. now. And then even just two years ago, Bernie Sanders ran his campaign largely on anti-free trade. And I was a a Bernie guy. That was one of the reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Now Trump is actually doing something about it. And all those liberals who hated free trade, now all of a sudden they love free trade. So Mm -hmm. I don't think they really want consistency. They just want, everybody wants to be on in their little tribe and on their little team. I agree. Yeah. No, I'm, okay, and maybe I shouldn't have spoke for everybody else, but when I look at them, that's what you I want see. consistency. Yeah, I'd like okay. some consistency. Sure, and then you could say, okay, he's doing it on both sides. Then you can make an informed decision. But it's like I said, his presidency has just been consistently inconsistent. You have him, you know, again, uh, this church, uh, South Carolina thing where you know there are people on both sides of the argument that were good people and you said okay well some one of one side is uh, white supremacist but okay and then you take aim at black athletes predominantly for not standing for the flag by calling them sons of bitches and anything that seems to happen in terms of like that waffle house shooting where it was a white gunman he never commented on to my knowledge i don't know if he he never thanked the guy the black guy who stopped the shooting he, yeah, he did. Did he thank him? Yeah. What, what did he say? Did I, did I miss that? Because it, it well, remember he also made he, he I think he made a comment and then or, or you know what maybe he didn't because the the guy was saying he's waiting for his invite. To there the you go. You're exactly right. My bad. <laughs> so, Take so that back. That those are the things that make me nervous of, about him. And people say, well, not everything is racial. Well, I think he definitely plays to his audience. He definitely has some followers sure. who are racist. Yeah, and I think. Well, that's I why he didn't condemn, condemn, but not all his why, followers no, are racist. No, but that's why not. he didn't no, condemn no. Uh, when um, when um, what's that white supremacist group? They 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 backed him. Oh, the um, hell, how many uh, KKK wasn't it? Yeah, I'm like like there's only one big group. Yeah, and he didn't bash him or anything. He just kind of he let it let it slide. And not a good look. Yeah, the thing is, he has to realize he's the president of the. And the thing is, he has to realize this as minorities and everyone is sort of pushed this America PR uh, slogan as we are the United States of America. Well, the president of the United States of America isn't acting like he, he should do a better job of trying to represent everybody. I, I think so. Well, but, what, what, but at the same time, you know, he's also, he, he's not a, a politician, right? So no, most of these guys true. in politics are politicians and they've spent their whole life trying to say the right thing. Sure. Trump's he's a celebrity. Like, did you hear a speech last week? He got up there at, in Montana, I think it was, and for mm-hmm. 15 minutes just made fun of, uh, what's her name, Pocahontas. Warren, yeah. Just went yes. in on her. Yeah. And and if you're listening, like, with my ears, a, a guy who has a sense of humor, who likes to dabble in comedy a little bit, it's fucking hysterical. The liberals are in hysterics about it, and they're all bent out of shape. But you can't you can't take everything he says seriously. 
but he's, he's the he's president of the United not, States. He's not, yes. Yeah, he's not yes. a comedian on stage. Yeah. He is our president yeah, of the United States. And the shit he talks about sometimes. And the shit he tweets. Or how about, what do you say about the other lady whose IQ, she's got to be in the 60s. Oh, that's Maxi She's got to be in the 60s. She's very low IQ. Very low IQ. I think he's just baiting the media with that stuff. And it's working. Is that the job of our president, though? No, it's not presidential. That's a problem. But a lot of people like it. Right, but yeah. what about the him? The way he gets on Twitter, man, I I, I can't fucking yeah, believe this guy. It's like, is this yeah. my fucking neighbor talking right no, now? He, yeah. He's embarrassing. He's like no, a twelve year old girl. And so, but that, yeah, that's, that's why he won. Well, yes, why won. Yeah. that's why he won. Yeah. He because like you know else. why? Because we're tired. We people oh, are tired of politicians. We're tired. Uh, yes, we're tired of the politics. We're tired of the bullshit talk. This guy came out and started with saying things that are like, holy shit. I wanted to say that. Right. Yeah. I wanted to say that. But then on the flip side, you get that side of him, but then you got to get the other shit that he's got on, on you know, you got to take the good with the bad. America like, literally elected the guy they want to have a beer with. You right. Know, that'll, yeah, bingo. Exactly. And yeah. you don't elect the guy you want to have a beer with. No. You, know, you elect <laughs> the responsible guy. Yeah. Right. And he loves whores. I mean, damn. Yeah, we can you know, relate to him Stormy Daniels. Trump is not like the that. first president. I, Oh sure, oh. Obama. To his credit, he was seemed like a pretty straight lazy yeah. guy. Yeah. But I would be willing to bet that every other president in recent Come history was JFK. Had, uh, Obama's got to got his who did dick you, licked. No, at some who did JFK point have? Uh, what's Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Right. Everybody. And oh, everyone you know, running a train on Marilyn Monroe. But he he also had an affair with if he didn't, Sam, I'd be mad Sam at Giancana's mistress. So <laughs> yes. he and the head of the mob supposedly were dating the same woman at the same time. Yeah, our president. So well, supposedly. There's Him, no his brother, they all ran a train yeah. on what's her name on on Maryland. Like it was part of the and, fun. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And here's his brother. Yeah. Also, if you are a Democrat, the media is going to be nicer to you. That's just fact. You well, know, the, yeah. I mean, you're gonna except get for that. Fox News. You're gonna, yeah. <laughs> except Everybody for Fox except for Fox. That's so true. You, you, Bill Clinton is going to have an easier time sleeping with seventeen prostitutes and interns than Donald Trump is. But it wasn't even. But they're both doing it. He got busted. Who? The, first of all. The semen on the dress. Yes. Who the fuck keeps the dress yeah. and doesn't clean it? When you have bad intentions. That, right. That, that, that's, exactly. That, that's, so, that's exactly what you... And I'm not saying she shouldn't have come forward, but her yeah. intentions... I wonder if she swallowed. Did she, she swallow? Apparently not. Uh, well, apparently she dribbled dresses, out yeah. her mouth because it she went was, on her dress. She was a victim in a way because, sure. you know, her boss had power over her. Yeah, so that, you know, she's... She let him stick a cigar She was the original Me Too. She was the original Me Too, really. I mean, like... It, that that would qualify in this movie. She's a victim. She's but at younger. the same time, yeah. she saved that dress. She she had, she had power in she, her mind. No, she, she had, had yes. a plan B. Yeah. There was a plan B to that. And yep. you know, but at, you know, someone in his position should not have gone down that path. Hey, no, but what about not. your boy uh Bush? <laughs> the old Bush. Senior grabbing ass. Oh, yeah, he's senior. senior. So from if what we're I just understand. talking about bad shit they've done. They've all yeah. I mean, the the whole, you know, Crack is in these neighborhoods because of Clinton and, well, and Reagan. Well, first Nixon. You know? Nixon brought crack to Oakland, and and that, and so started free Ray, Nixon, yeah. Ricky Ross. Yeah, that was that was yeah. Richard Nixon. So no, they, there's always but but I mean, there, Clinton and Reagan were directly affiliated with you know yeah. the the cartel. Sure, you know so. They're trying they to wipe they out black people with you crack. Don't, you, don't, you don't become president by without cutting some deals along no, the way. No, Just like you don't become a billionaire without crushing some skulls. Yeah. You, know, you don't get to the top without... And Obama did use quite a few drones on people. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was another issue. But no, you, you 
you don't no one has a clear history as president i don't i don't believe yeah i don't think so either mm-hmm. and that's what i said one good thing trump has done is i think he's shown that our our system is just Ter- flawed terribly and broken. needs needs to kind of be reconstructed you yeah. know i don't think we you should have like one king ape in charge of 350 million people that might have worked in 1800 when we had you know half a million people in the country mm-hmm. now we have 350 million you can't have king trump leading everybody like we need it we need a new way of doing things God and trump's us. parting the hell out of motherfuckers though he's gonna part oh the they all do you they know all do obama did too he pardoned some some yeah but trump's pardoning like high profile motherfuckers well you know here's my problem when you got kim kardashian coming oh, in and, and which asking, are, what are you showing her donuts and he's feeling on her ass and shit. <laughs> you know and, yeah. and, and can you please help me pardon but, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that, what's her that name the lady thing. I'll take yeah. I'll take yeah. that first. a good I thing I would have pardoned her ass too wait a minute what's, what, what's a good thing about it that she that she, she got, got the lady out. Yeah, yeah, she was a non-violent criminal. Yeah. Well, that's right. I she think she only got busted out. with like what six or seven pounds of cocaine. Yeah, but that she was, was non-violent. I get you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm glad to know that if I have a pound of cocaine in my car, I'm <laughs> as I might. Hey, I, as I long as you don't shoot nobody. I don't. I don't. Oh, I got you. Got you. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that you shouldn't go to jail for that period. We should decriminalize all all that. drugs. Well, yeah. that that would be. That would be smart, and I mean, again, it'd be economically smart in about econo- fifteen different ways. Well, if you think, of, look at the weed in Colorado that that's paid for everything ten times over. Yeah, and I mean and, the taxes and, on it, and less money you're spending on the prison system. You know, yeah, tell everybody about our gig in Vegas. Oh, that's right. Ooh, looking forward to Vegas. Oh, we are going to be in Vegas, girl. everybody. Uh, and you know what, Jay Maddie, because you're sort of the one that brought us this, I think you should. Give the description of what we'll be doing there. We're going to be at the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. That means fuck penises and pussies? Okay. All right. What does it stand for? Jesus. I just said it. The Fantasy <laughs> Football Players Championship. <laughs> In Vegas for their annual draft. It's the the biggest professional fantasy football league in the country. It's been around now, I don't know, man, 15, 20 years. Long mm-hmm. time. Uh, grand prize is $250,000. Uh, they have... About 5,000 people every year, and we're going to be doing our podcast live from there. Hell Sounds yeah. like fun. So, if, wow. you're in, if you're in the neighborhood, please come by, check us out that September 6th, and whatever, what is our time slot? 2 p.m. 2 p.m. So, come check us out. If you're in Vegas, we'll, you know, take pictures Planet with Hollywood. you. Hollywood. If you give us something, we'll sign it, no matter what. And, uh... <laughs> titties. I only titties. sign titties. <laughs> yeah, titties would be nice. Beebleside penises, he said. Yeah. <laughs> he said he would. Everything's negotiable. But <laughs> thank everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back next time. I think by the next time we get back, we'll be in the middle of, what is that? Probably training camp, right? Yeah. So we'll be back for training camp. I'm sure there'll be new news uh, regarding free agents. We're still waiting on Dez. I know I keep saying that to figure out where Dez is going to play. Some more domestic violence situations. Might probably. be a domestic violence situation or two. Mm. You never still know. Still waiting on Dez? Still waiting on Dez. Where were we talking about Dez? And <laughs> we were talking about one, Dez the first show one. and he has not found a team. He might not find a home. Hey, and also DeMarco Murray still has not found a home. So he won't. He definitely won't. He's too yeah. old. Ah, they're talking about him going to the Bucks. But anyway, we'll be talking about that and much more on the next episode of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace out. Love one another. Peace. Okay, we have contact information for you. 
We are on Twitter at MyBigBlackFP and at B underscore MBBFP, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Also, our email address, email us at MyBigBlackFantasyPodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Your flow, come dig me though. Can't take no more. Really don't, really don't, really don't. Uh.